Holy cow. Two special guests in the building. <laughs> Two special guests. And Alex, before you even start, this guy to my left, you're right at the table. I I don't know who he is. <laughs> Last week, he was all gnarly and dirty. His girl must have said, clean up, honey. And man, he comes in looking just... Like, I'm kind of thinking he, he thought it was going to be for the TV show. Well, then, then you look to my left. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> this this guy opposite. Combed his hair with a blowtorch hey, this morning. Don't let office body fool you. Let, no. Your body looks great. Your yet. hair, dude. This is a new voice that everyone's listening to. Clint Tom. is gone. And this, Alex, take it away, bud. Tom... Nobody could even pronounce his last name, Rashashin. <laughs> this was the fourth piece of the puzzle. If you remember last week, we said, you know, myself, Clay, Clint, Bubba, Mike, Christy, Louie, Maverick, the dog, they were all there. Clay's elk hunt. And uh, the piece of the puzzle that we didn't discuss very much is in the building today because he played a key role in what we are here to talk about, Ooh. and that is the packing out of clay's elk the <laughs> shenanigans that oh. took place not only that night the, the next, next day tom is responsible for capturing all the unbelievable photos and video and then was tasked with the uh duty of also helping maybe not pack i don't think you packed out any of the animal but you were with all the camera gear tripods so he's carrying a heavy pack He's with everybody else that's carrying a heavy pack, and he also caught all the unbelievable footage. Before we get too far, uh, I've been on my soapbox a lot today. I'm going to step back up on there for one minute. Mm. If I didn't stress how important it was to be a member of the SCI last week, I'm going to stress it again. I know Tom's a member. Bubba's a member. I'm a member. Clay is a member. Uh, do not let our rights be eroded. And they, It's happening. They're trying to make it happen. And our lobbyists are people like SCI and the NRA and even California Waterfowl, Ducks Unlimited. Just these groups, make your voice a little bit louder. SCI, what do we talk about? 65 bucks a year. It's not that big of a deal, but it's a huge deal to this uh, conservation you know, lifestyle that we all choose to not only work in, but enjoy it in our leisure now let's just get right into it. <laughs> if I had a rewind button. Oh, boy. I tried to, tried to block that out of my memory, to you be did? honest. The, yeah. These guys don't even know about it yet. Oh, boy. We, yeah. we, talked, all about, we, we talked all about spotting, you know, Clay's Bowl. We talked about the difficult first hike, you guys. And, Tom, feel free to weigh in on some of this. You you hiked those miles, too, with these guys. You know, we discussed, we discussed yeah. the first yeah. trip in and you guys not seeing anything and how much different life was over there five miles away from <laughs> the uh, lookout area. And then, you know, Clay had to have a conversation with his father and his Lord and Savior to <laughs> gather the strength to walk up there again on day two. Let me just ask you, yeah, Bubba, Bubba could have cared less about this hike. Was it a difficult hike? Uh, yeah, it was difficult, but for me as a camera guy, uh, I was thriving off of the opportunity to get up above these trees where are we talking about the one with the steep cliff? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the two. Oh yeah. 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 So I was thriving off of getting up to the top, but it was steep, shelly, 
you know, you take a step and you take, you know, you slide back down too. Let uh, me let me ask yeah. you, what's that thing you do with the skis? Oh, uh, cross country or back country skiing? No, where you like go up the mountain? Oh, cross country skiing. Yeah. No, skin, skinning. Oh, skinning. Yeah, telemark. What do they yeah, call it? Oh, Te- telemark skiing. Yeah. <clears throat> on a on that kind of a level, where where did this mountain? Uh, if that was covered in snow and you were trying to go up it on skis, right. hard, that, not as hard. It's like uh, the kitty, the kitty. Oh, run. that would be the kitty. Oh, yeah, oh, Tom. yeah. yeah. Well, see, <laughs> you can't really put that in perspective because here's Tom. Tom is he's not prime specimen like I am of our past former youth athletic <laughs> self, right? But Tom can literally eat ten cheeseburgers, four whoppers, and six chorizo burger uh, burritos. And get off the couch and go run a marathon. That's just how Tom is. He's got the biggest calves. His calves are huge. And, yeah. and can run a marathon after just, no, oh, no. oh, really? <laughs> Tom, you can run a marathon? <laughs> oh, my God. It's just, Bobby, he'll whoop you. Hey, Tom. He will. He would. You went on a mountain lion hunt with Clint that he says was like the hardest hunt of his life. Right. Yeah, that that one was Did pretty interesting, too. Did you find that very too. difficult? Uh, no, there was no difficulty so in that machine. either. But <laughs> wow, I that was difficult think, because of the, the depth of snow, though. Uh, it was way right, right. No, it was difficult, but it was also difficult because it, it got dark. Yeah, and we were getting wet. And I thought I was going to have to carry Clint because he kept wanting to take a break every five, you know, five steps. So, so I was Tom's like, oh, shit. It, it is. It's really, it really is amazing. He'll be, he'll come in, you know, a little sweaty in the in the office in the morning. I'm like, what did you do? Oh, rode the bike to top of Spanish Peak. What? Yeah. Huh? Okay. Well, back oh. to this deer hunt or the elk hunt. I will say that I was scared. And so that it did my, my fitness or whatever. I was a little bit worried about it. So that's why I Were didn't Were you more wanna... worried about yourself or me? Did you think I was going to be Both able to of do us. it? No, I knew you could do it, but I no, didn't want I'm not wanna... talking after the fact. I'm talking just before the hunt. Get, I mean, before the kill, getting up that hill. I'm not talking about after oh, the... Oh, we yeah, haven't yeah. got to that oh, point okay, yet, yeah, Tom. Yeah. I'm talking about... The climb up. Yeah, I was a mountain. little bit. I mean, I mean, we're trying yeah, to give we, the listeners a, a, a. I'm trying to be nice to Clay. No, no, no you can. Bubba said it was the easiest thing he ever did. That, no, I was wondering if you were going to say the same thing. No, it, it wasn't the easiest thing. But, it was, but it, it was. It had difficulty. But I mean, I also wasn't carrying a rifle up there either. So. Well, when uh, I said it was fairly easy because Clay's pace going up was pretty chill. I mean, I had his pack on. Well, he seemed to start strong, you know, like when it was kind of flat. And then, <laughs> well, he's all fired up. But then all of a sudden, it got a little steep. I, I, the, I think the hardest part, besides after the kill, the hardest part was, which is, typically is on the way down, especially when you're tired, is coming back down that the after oh, the first night. Yeah. My, I was so tired, you know, hiking up, but then coming back down, that's hard my legs joints. were just like, just wanting to give out. Mm-hmm. And then once we got back to the flat <laughs> pot, I was like, oh, God. So, so we're not going to discuss this at this point because it deserves its own episode. We've left off at taking photographs. We discussed how you guys were gracious enough to wait for Clint and I and Mike and Maverick to hike up the hill so we could all get good pictures before you skin that elk out. Yeah. And that's so, where we ended. So we got to there, and I, I mentioned to the world that you'll come back on the show and teach everybody how to take good uh, photos. Now, let's get to. I, I don't even. We don't even really need to talk about 
skinning the animal and breaking it down because that that went smoothly. We discussed this before. 100%. When, there, when things happen smoothly, there's no reason we'll talk to them. We, there was five of us, yeah, and we were we done made short work of that short thing. Work and except for the one key element, it begins to snow. It begins to snow. That, that's where, yes. <clears throat> if, when we post the pictures, you can see in the pictures, it's pretty darn sunny when we're taking pictures. There's some clouds, you know, off There's, in the distance. And, yeah. But you didn't really pay attention because it was warm. It, it was, was warm. Yeah. It was partly sunny, mostly sunny. And up until four o'clock, you know, whatever it was, because I killed like at 1231 o'clock. Mm-hmm. By the time you guys got up there and we got done, maybe four o'clock, five, I don't even know. It was getting time. dark at probably getting five. Dark. So yeah, mm-hmm. 430, 415, 430. And it starts spitting snow. And I still didn't even think anything of it when it started. I was like, "Oh, this is easy, you know, right back down to the the UTVs yeah, and stuff." Backs are already loaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. easy downhill walk, no well, big deal. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so know. here's here's where I'm going to start. The downfall <laughs> of my night started in two two started with two things. One, we didn't come up or go down the first night coming up the hill we didn't go down or up the way you guys came up to meet us okay so that was a foreign mountain walking off that side it was foreign kind of country angles ridges whatever let me clarify pretty short but wait let me clarify one thing when he says you guys clint and i and mike and mike took mike's truck yes to a point that they had never been to before so bubba clint and clay now need to walk to where we parked tom and clay Need to to walk to this truck that they did not park with us. They don't they don't know where this truck is. Okay, yeah, that, yeah. So that which shouldn't have been a big deal, but when we started off, I I kind of knew the general direction, right? <clears throat> to the snow. I guess there's three things. I mistake whoever talked about putting the horns on my back. <laughs> Upwards with the rack, you know, six feet above me versus down by my ankles, right? That killed me because as it as it started snowing harder and harder and harder, because by the time we got done, there was a good eight inches on the ground in an hour. I mean, it snowed in a hurry. And it reminds you, folks, we're at 10,000 feet. So this storm rolled in real, real fast. And as I walked through the trees... It's dark now. It's snowing like all hell. You, it, basically a blizzard. You can't see anything. And the horns are above me. And I got ropes trying to keep it, you know, in tow. But the problem with that is trying to get through those trees. Elk can do it all day long. They just lay their head back and go on about their business and not make a sound and can go through their trees like nothing. But me, with it snowing and dark, you know, you kind of like look and go, oh, I can get through that little patch over there. You, you walk a little to the left. Oh, there's a little patch over there I can get through. And oh, a little opening in the trees to the right. And you kind of just dip, ducking and diving under those trees. And by the time you come out of all that, you could be turned around 360 because it's snow and it's dark. And you kind of think that you're going down and down to the left, which I thought I did. But again, if you remember... We were at 10,000 feet at the very top of the ridge. We, there was not a foot more you could go higher when when I shot. When we walked down off of it, we were still on the ridge, basically, of the spine of the mountain. So when I took off and dark 
and <laughs> snowing. Yeah. Right, uh, right on the By verge. Of, right on the verge. Tom. Just so it was just me and Tom because I, everyone was still kind of loading up meat in their pack, and me and Tom actually took off five minutes, maybe six minutes before, not even that, maybe I don't know, four or five minutes before everybody else got the packs of meat back on theirs because we were we were only going one trip out. Right, so there was five of us, six of us to carry all the horns, all the the guns, and the the cameras, and the tripods, and and you know all the meat. So it was pretty, it was pretty heavy, right, Bub? Yeah, I mean, it was. That's what was cool though, having five, six guys there. We had plenty of bags, packs, guys to do one trip out. We knew we weren't coming back up, and yeah, the uh, you said it. <clears throat> the number one stake is we loaded you first. That was our first mistake. And yes, right. your horns and were up instead of down. And that made, I mean, I was watching you like, I'm like, that doesn't look comfortable at all. It was but, not. And then you guys just took off. Yeah. We were still loading packs and stuff. And we just figured, okay, they're going to be ahead of us. And I remember that point where we didn't walk very far. A couple hundred yards, or maybe 300 yards, where we were like, Clay, Tom. And you guys were like, I remember you saying, Tom, yeah, we're right over here. I mean, you guys sounded like you were 50 yards to our, like, northeast. And then we never heard from you again. We sat there and waited for 10 minutes. And we were expecting to see you guys or hear you guys yelling. And according to you guys, you guys never heard us at all. Never once. It's so interesting to hear the different perspectives of how it was in Clay's head and then how, you know, it worked for you, Bubba, and, and Mike and Clint and then myself. So, like, I remember this kind of going down like this where Clay and I started to take pictures with the head on his backpack. Uh, and it was kind of getting – I mean, it was starting to get dark, and I – knew that taking the pictures because i was like oh this is these are tough pictures to get but during that time when i was taking that i could see that you were starting to labor just holding you know supporting the weight weight. of that it's a lot of weight and so at that point you know i think you wanted to jam and these guys weren't quite ready and so you took off and i was like thinking oh I, i should try and get some pictures of clay walking with the head in the trees i might be able to still pull that off yeah but then i jammed back for just a little bit to, as you took off, to go grab a backpack that had, and I can't remember why I went back to get a backpack, but luckily I did. I think it was your backpack that had like some of the supplies that we really needed in about 10 minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> worth of walking. Yeah, uh, 100%. So I went and grabbed that, and then I jammed to try and catch back up with you. And when I caught back up with you. Thank God you did. You had somehow gotten a little bit higher up onto that hill. And like you said, it was probably just trying to navigate those trees. And I was starting to kind of veer down. And then I walked up a little bit to meet with you. And finally, we connected. But at that point, yeah, now it's like kind of like, all right, let's just get off this thing as quick as we can because it's snowing and it's getting dark. And I didn't really realize what I had in that backpack, but we had headlamps, thank God. And so at that point... Um, I open up that bag, find the headlamps, you know, cause it's dark at this point. And yeah. I'm feeling a little bit like, okay, well we can't walk off this mountain Anxious. in the dark. Let me, let me interject one thing. <laughs> <clears throat> These guys not knowing where the truck is, I believe I told clay it's all downhill. 
You'll, you're never going to go uphill ever one time. You're going to be, it's just, you go straight downhill. If you ever start yeah. to go uphill, you yeah. know, you've, you know, you've done the wrong thing, you know? So now, and there's a road down there. I mean, you kind of know that there's yeah. a, you're going to hit. You don't see that. They, you couldn't, but, you don't see but that where, where we got hung up and clay touched on it earlier is we were at the top of the mountain Yes, and we were really on like the face of a bowl of the top of the mountain and so, you know, just like Tom's saying is, as you cut across that bowl, it kind of naturally swings you, and then mm, you hit all those yeah, trees, yeah. and you don't really realize that you've gone up. What, what we're going to tell you guys is they had accidentally gone up. and Just slightly. Just slightly. slightly. It, it wasn't a big, it was not like they trucked uphill yet. The, just a slight bit of going up that bowl, and it put them on the wrong side of this ridge. The north. Now, if you can imagine, we're at the pinnacle of this mountain, very top, and the ridge. And like Tom was saying, and I, I blame it 100% on me trying to find my way through those trees. It was very difficult. Like, if, if it was just a straight shot, yeah. But I, as you're ducking down, looking through whole, four holes to walk through, yeah, I just took... One too many, five too many to the right openings to the right. To the right, <laughs> but it's and so. E and I was following Clay, so <laughs> you, it's nice of you to take that blame on that. But uh, <laughs> I was also filming Clay because I thought it was funny his breathing and he was moaning and, ah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this should be good for video. But then I wasn't necessarily paying attention to how much we kept going to the right. I suppose, but at that point. It felt natural. I've tried to replay this thing and in my head so many times, it, and it and, did. And, and like you, who uh, <laughs> who said? Oh, you said it. I totally forgot about getting up early or the the me getting loaded first. Yeah. Because how much are horns? How much do they weigh? They're gonna well, be 50, 60 the, pounds. It's the head and the, the head. Cape. You got the head. Yeah, you can't. Head, yeah, I mean. It's it's very heavy and. If you I would have been loaded last, we would all left together. Right. But like you're saying, that I didn't want to sit there for five minutes with all that weight on my back. I wanted to get going. Well, and, you I and, I were taking, and you and I were taking pictures yeah, beforehand before these that. guys were even ready. We, whoever's idea it was to tie those horns like that, I had never seen that done like that before. And you, you can't do that by yourself. It was Mike. I can't remember who said that's the way yeah, you because do it. we had to tie those guide strings to the top of the horns, which are six feet over your head, yep. and then give them to you. To, you. You couldn't do that by yourself. And not even do that, but now you But that's why we had to load you first. Yeah. Plus, we wanted to get pictures of, you know, it's a cool picture of you with the rack yeah, on your once back. once I was no, I know. loaded up, You're not going to take it back off and go, yeah. Uh, you know that's no. however much I'm going. And one, can, one key thing that was screwed up, too, and, I, and this is... Not Tom's fault, but it just happened to Tom. I had a radio on my pack. Clay had a radio on his pack. We took the radio off my pack to talk to Christy in the truck and let her know we were coming down the hill, and Tom ended up with the radio. So now Tom and Clay are walking with the only two radios that we have, and they're together, and we're not with them. So that was a key mistake mm. as far as – because we were yelling at each other not in a snowstorm – in the trees, which you couldn't hear, we heard Tom yeah. one the time. And that's it. right, Bubba. You God, did you say that. And like I, you were like, right I, at one point, there. I did. Remember I was that? like, "Hey, we need to try and figure out how to get back with these guys because yeah. I knew Clay and I were going, and I didn't re really know where we were necessarily going. I, I kind of like you guys said, but I was still like, ah. So I did. I yelled out, "Cuckoo, cuckoo!" 
Yeah. Uh, that we should, heard you like it was and right Clay there. And I could not hear a damn thing. Probably, we were yelling at oh, the yeah. top Nothing. of our lungs. And so when we started going, we heard you that one time, and that was it, like you said. And wow. Um, <clears throat> I don't know at the point of when I said, I, I, I mean, I, not I don't remember. I remember specifically when I said, oh shit, we're in trouble, Tom. Uh, it it came over me like I don't the the worst feeling that you ever had at it was fine 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 fine. What Even triggered you to think that the down the deadfall? You got so on big the timber. south side of the mountain. It was all upstanding trees and maybe six eight inches of snow. Okay, by the time we six inches of snow, right? And then when we started going on the north side. Not knowing we were on the north side of the mountain because it's all we're thinking it's all downhill and we're still going that way downhill. Well, we walked off the back side of the mountain downhill. On the now we're on the north side. So now on the north side, it goes from I don't know, a sixty degree angle to a ninety degree angle straight up and down. Real, real steep. And all the tree, there was a bunch of trees. Like what was what was that game? Pick up sticks, where yeah. you, you you just let them fall and you try to get one without you know that mm-hmm. game. It was like that. All this dead timber fall was just down and laying on right. top of each other. And we started having to crawl, climb over the top of them, and the snow was about a foot deep now. Mm-hmm. And I said, I just stopped. I said, Tom, we're screwed. We're in the wrong spot. We we're definitely wrong spot. And I said, I don't think at now at this time, I'm I'm not scared yet, but I knew I couldn't walk back because I was so tired now with doing what we just did. Um, and the last little bit, walking now downhill real steep for a half a mile over the top of this shit, and I was literally dead tired. Like you said, with all that weight coming down on my legs in a foot of snow over the top of this deadfall, I just stopped and said, Tom... We're screwed. And were you scared at that point or just still kind of going with the flow? Did you have any sense of wrong? I definitely didn't have the weight that you had, so I I wasn't really scared. I I had a sense that, yeah, we had needed to always go to our left, right? So I always, like, yeah, we got to be going to our left-hand side. Um, When we got down to that hole, yeah, I clearly, like, when you recognized it, I was like, yeah, keep in mind – we're in a blizzard, yes. and with our Straight headlamps, blizzard. you can bear, like see maybe, I don't know, the outreach of your hand yeah, distance. Yeah. Um, so, you know, visually it was kind of nerve-wracking, but uh, at that point it was kind of a question, well, am I going to take this head at this point? But I was worried that I was going to be really the only one physically, <laughs> possibly maybe to get us to the next you know, level to where we could get to. And if I were to carry that head, I would have gotten sweaty yeah. and whatnot. And so I was like, well, we we're, can always come back for this head. So I, I didn't feel like it was that big. But if, yeah. But again, I, we didn't want to lose but that but head again, We didn't know where the hell we were, really. <clears throat> no. So now we're off the back of this right. mountain, realizing we did make a mistake. And I said, I remember saying, I don't care about this head. I'm dropping it. And I'm, we're going to try to find our way out of here. Uh, if we come back and try to find it, we come back and try to find it. That's fine. But I'm going to be for sure 
trying to get out of, you know, here alive, basically. And thank God he had the bag, because in that bag we had knives, I had fire starter, I had some food, I had some drinks. Yeah, you uh, weren't going to die, I wasn't gonna you die. were having a really uncomfortable I, night. Yes, right. I know how to make the snow. So I obviously did. Starting off when we, from the high of just killing this animal and being that it was sunny to being sweaty now and cold on the backside of this mountain, yeah, some stuff went through my mind. <laughs> and See, what were you guys thinking on the other well, side? Well, this is what's funny is when the last time we heard your guys' voice, we were all sitting together in this big open area, but we still knew we were like, I mean, we were almost in a drainage at one point. Like, we knew right where to go, pretty much. And it was like, I'm carrying the rifle. None of us, thought I will say shoot. it, none of us thought, like, fire off a gun. Because we were more concerned about, okay, you guys are gone. But we just knew, let's just get down this mountain. Sure as shit, we run right down into the road. Christy's got headlights on. I mean, we were right down perfect. And it was like... Okay, game on. Like we got to go get these boys now. They're just right there. They're yeah. they're like in your what? mind it was right there. Well, it's a half a <laughs> mile yeah, up the in road. All, yeah, honestly, yeah. I mean, when you think about it, we're road. not that far away. But when you're in a blizzard and snowstorm, it yes, feels absolutely. Because like, even when we got closer to where you guys ended up finding us, uh, it was still hard to like see where you guys actually were because we walked yeah. down that towards your direction and we had to end up taking a, a, a 90 degree to get up to you guys right. you know it wasn't like we just walked right to you guys no and I remember because if you remember Tom once so now if you think about it can you imagine this you we guys had to have been pretty close to that road though where they, no, we where they that, got you uh-uh. not at all not at all a couple hundred yards from where from where you guys were to dropped where the they head. got you yeah to where when you dropped the head saw you to where they finally saw them, because I didn't, uh, I wasn't in the UTV when they went up. I stayed with, I stayed with. Christy. Been a, like yeah, a, they were they were quite a distance. Yeah, away. it was it was still quite a ways away for sure. The head the head ended up being, it was like three quarters of a mile away from right. the last spot that you guys were yeah. able to get to. Yeah, so but not so much the the distance. You know, it was like you said, it was in a in it was just the blizzard. And it was the blizzard. I just got done walking yeah, I mean, five miles in this to kill it. Hey, I was a I'm, mile off of this backside of this hill now in the thickness. Now scared. Yeah. Now it's real dark. It's and I mean no contact yeah. with you guys, <laughs> right. with the radios, with nothing, can't hear anything. And what scared not scared me, but really the, the mind just started going places, right? Because mm-hmm. when we started, I knew we had to go right back up the opposite direction we just came, or the same way we just came from, right back up hill to try to get to the pinnacle of the mountain again, right? When we got up there, I couldn't tell if we were still walking up, if we were walking down, if we were walking in circles, because when we got to a point, we started seeing tracks. And if you remember, Tom, we were like, oh, that those were the guy's tracks because we walked down off the hill and then we walked back up at this <laughs> angle and we saw tracks going down. Well, we started following them. And then the tracks went to the left and we're like, huh, we followed them there. And then they, some went to the right. It was us walking basically around, around in circles, circles, trying to find that stuff. That was pretty scary. It was yeah. scary. Yeah. Now I'm going, what, 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 where even are we at? Because then I dropped the radio. I have the radio hooked on in my pocket or something, (laughs) and I go to reach for it because now I'm thinking I'm getting back up to the top and might have a signal. Nothing. No radio. 
So now there's 30 sets of foot tracks going circles and left and right and up and down. And I followed him and I found that I, cause I, I just pointed my headland down in the footsteps and footsteps, footsteps, all I could see footsteps, footsteps. And then just off the track of the footsteps was this hole one in little snow. hole in the snow. Okay. And I reached down in there and I found that freaking radio. Wow. And we needed that, that too. Yeah. That gave me a little bit of hope. Like, right. okay, we can at least, we can, yeah. we can finally get to something. Here's what I, I wonder if we made the right decision. I mean, ultimately it all worked out fine. When Bubba was saying we sat in that opening, there was a very there was a point where Clint wanted to take his pack off and go up the hill after you guys. And I, you know, I was always taught you just you you stay, stay put together. when you're lost. Yeah, right. And, and it's not that we were lost; we were not lost. But my thought is, Kate, and I think I told him. Now you go ripping up there. Well, I don't think we had any headlamps, now right? Like no, Bubba no, we had, had, had headlamps, we had headlamps. Had, but Clint and I, I don't think had them. Uh, maybe you I guys didn't were have one for sure. On. I had one in my pack, and I never put it on because I'm dumb. Um, and you got down a hell of a lot faster than we did, so right. But I was thinking, <laughs> but we were still in the pitch. Block, oh, I know. And, I'm just saying. Uh, you know, now I got now. You know, I don't want Clint out there wandering around yeah. solo. The, the, the the four of us are not going up this hill with all this meat on our pack. So. Do you drop your pack and, and just run up there real quick? But then can you find... Anyway, yeah. you know, we sat the there thoughts, for like the 20 thoughts, minutes yeah. just waiting, we waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah. And then it was like, dude, let's just go down to the truck where the other radio is. And let's let's get on the radio. And But then when we got down there, the radio, we weren't getting you on the radio yeah, either. We then were. you start going, now we've walked off the mountain, which you got to, you know... Obviously, you could go back up with nothing if on. If we dropped those packs, we could we could have sure. we could have done a lot of stuff. But that's you know those are the thoughts that and those are that's how mistakes get made and people do yes. get screwed up. Is like you know like you say you let Clint go up there by himself because he's pretty sure he can find you. Yeah, he doesn't know you've dropped off the back. Now he gets well, tangled up and now tracks going now you got circles. three guys that yeah. are lost in two different locations. Right, you know it, it, it's a. It, well, and Clay, I, I think for you guys to say you weren't nervous about it. Is no, I, I was nervous as a horn. When I when I, I when I had to drop, <laughs> that was the first time I've ever had anything like this happen to me. me ever, too. ever, ever, ever. I've never been lost. I've never been stuck in something. I've never made a mistake like this. And it was uh, for sure a mistake. But I did prepare a little bit with what I had in the backpack. Not not thinking or ever wanting or knowing that this was going to happen. It just does. Um, and it's never happened before. I consider myself a good sportsman's mountain mountain man, uh, and being able to find my way even in a situation like that. And that, thank God, I just didn't blindly keep walking off that mountain. I well, think, it's interesting, Clay. Yeah. You carry a gun every day yep. of your life, yep. and when I'm in the mountains, I usually try to carry a handgun just to have one. Yeah. I had one. It was in my so pack. You, the, so you? No, it was. I left it in the six seater. When we uh, took off a walk, mm-hmm. in my the, other bag. the gun thing for you guys listening, dude, fire a couple rounds. Yep. Like that would have been the easiest thing. And none of us, Thought. Mikey, Clint, Crosby, <laughs> Bubba, none of us thought about firing a round or two and having them go. Oh, oh there's shit. a sound over there. It's that way. Have you, you ever know, heard like, of an ammo shortage? <laughs> <laughs> Some of the but, things I was thinking about. Yeah, that's true, Bubba. But Clay, for sure. Carry your gun yeah. on the mountain yeah. because that would have done the same thing for us. You know, like fire a shot or two and be like, God, dude, they're right over there. And then at that point, we could have made but a decision. Then, I mean, of like, a, even at that point, 
at that point, yes, you can well, hear sound. The gun like, would have made a no, big deal. I, it would have for I sure. Um, but just like you couldn't, you could hear us, but we couldn't hear you. That was like, crazy. We might have been a, obviously higher, and we're yelling down to you. You, you yelling back up through the trees. You, you might get, hear that gun echo off the cliff on the side of you, exactly. and you go the wrong way too, man. It's yeah. it's. I don't do the gunshot trick too. I I, I know I was was taught three three shots means you're in trouble but i don't know that that helps somebody find you where you are hmm. right. you know what i mean yeah. but i've been in other situations where somebody said this man we should have shot the gun off and then we would have known where they were but i've heard shots you know you hear shots and go what is where was that you know your mind kind of directs you i don't who knows yeah yeah well, some of still the, weren't you still weren't communicating no right? yeah right some of the things i came out of that thinking was for me i had a camera and some more camera gear and that was about it yeah. uh and i started to think about you know even because it never occurred to me like you guys said it was sunny out it felt good we've been on hikes that whole week and nothing had happened and so i felt good about what i was carrying yeah. but uh you know what are some of the things that you could take out there when you get into sticky situations like that i'll just start with one of them was a compass you know, an old fashioned compass, not having to rely on electronics. Cause that was another thing was that Getting battery power, battery power and, and all this stuff. Remember the, you know, the screen on the phone yeah. when it was getting wet, couldn't. I couldn't touch the screen. Like my fingers were cold or something. And so it wasn't working on the screen. Yeah. So I thought, okay, well, if we had, at least had a compass, we could know which direction to go in general. No, hundred percent. Uh, and like I said, if you didn't go back and get my backpack, we would have been stuck with nothing. And then we would no, have been real bad shit. Well, then I also was thinking maybe if I didn't, uh, maybe we would have stopped earlier because <laughs> we couldn't see anything at that point. Yeah. And then we, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, if everybody didn't learn a little tiny lesson of having some things in your pack, you know, yeah. I said earlier, I'm stupid because I had a head, headlamp in my backpack the entire time. And, and I never put it on. Well, mine was bright. You were right <laughs> yeah, behind me. Yeah. I mean, it, we could pretty much. But, but it's still harder to walk <laughs> yes. when, when you can't see. Oh, yeah. But I always, you know, like I always have a knife in a, in a flint and, a, you know, a little fold Sp up, you know, blanket deal that if you really blanket. get in trouble, yeah. space, okay. space blanket. Space blanket. Okay. You, got, yeah. you should some have food. some jerky. You should have some water. Which but all that I had. When you, but when you get an animal and you think to yourself all i have to do is go this same in my headlamp yeah. all we're doing is going right down this hill a mile or to two the truck where i'm going to drink five beers and we're going to celebrate getting this elk yep when something goes wrong then you're like oh shoot like and not only that is like you guys didn't have the euphoria that we had euphoria or whatever that is the adrenaline yeah the bad adrenaline Right, yeah. because now your mind fear. starts racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fear happens. You, you could, do you make bad mistakes? Uh, you know, it wasn't. I wasn't scared to the point where I didn't think I was going to get out of there. I was scared to the point where I had another guy with me. That's he's. You are a very skilled mountain man because you do backcountry skiing. Mm -hmm. You hike in the craziest, thickest country with skiing and doing all this stuff. But you have. You have a an avalanche beacon, basically for your safety. Right. You don't have a lot of other stuff besides a beacon and a cell phone. Maybe. Yeah. You don't have right. food, a pack with you, and all, waters and all that stuff. I don't know, right? You do have a lot of that stuff, but um, yeah, you're you're not necessarily carrying a space blanket. 
Uh, but you know, as far as snow safety, yeah, you got a beacon, a shovel and a probe. Uh, you know, if your other fellow skier gets caught in something, two guys are always better than one. But I mean, the problem is, guys is just like, getting disoriented, and what happens when you get disoriented? Yeah. And yes. I hate to say it, but we got totally disoriented when we walk back, thinking back and going over those steps in <clears throat> circles. I just can imagine what was going on at the time. You know, in what what because well, I wouldn't do that normally. In the daytime, you know, walking off. You know, Everything goes perfect. None of that stuff happens. But now looking back going, how did that happen? Yeah. It's crazy to think that you could walk in circles like that and get lost in 15 minutes. It's you're done. Yeah. And now you when walking in circles, you don't know because now you're facing this direction, walking in circles. You don't know what's north and south and what. Yeah. Because it's pitch black. Right. There's no black stars. There's no moon snow up. flying. Like snow again, flying. You're only seeing about a foot in front of you. Oh, God, it was scary. So these guys drive up. Like I said, I stay with Christy. So Crosby and Clint and Mike, right? Yeah. yeah. Take off in the UTV. And I mean, you guys get didn't to the point seem where they like could get where to. you guys were gone for too long. And we didn't go very far, though, because it was very steep and the, yeah. the UTV wasn't. But we got far enough to get them on the radio. Yeah, because so we don't know any of that's happening. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. We just thank God I dropped. So we did. We dropped the pack, and we were finally able to dry our hands off. Finally, and hope, and we clicked a GPS point, and we hoped it worked because the batteries were dying. Marked a pin for Marked the head a pin, and horns exactly for the horns and heads. If we were going to try to come back, and we said screw. It. I said we're leaving it. I, because in my mind, I was a more experienced hunter, more experienced stuff. I've done this before. It was my hunt, and I had his life kind of in my, you know, in my wing, right? I was responsible for him. So when I, I said, we're, Tom, we're screwed. I'm dropping this pack. I don't care if we come. We got to get out of here. So we don't know anything that's happening on your side, right? right. Mm-hmm. So when we, I knew we had to, once I thought about it, and I once I realized we were screwed, I stopped for a second. Okay, we have to go back up this mountain. Even being dead tired, I knew we came down off the wrong side. Hiking back up there, once we got to the t- point again, is when we finally started getting some, you know, radio service again. And and we were able to finally find our way to you guys. Basically, we don't need to go in. It, it took another 45 minutes or whatever to walk finally and see some headlamps and hear some yelling. And, and you saw the big spotlight on that. Yeah. Uh, UTV is what you saw. Yeah. So big light bar. So yep. woohoo! <laughs> we finally get down, and that's kind of half of the story of how this whole hunt ended. Because we get Mike's truck was down, and the UTV that we were in, Clint's truck was still at the top of the five mile lookout. And and when we say we're down. We're down on the road that you guys got to hear about last week that uh, Clay almost took Tom's face off with yeah. a uh, oh, yeah. log through the Now there's <laughs> five, six inches of snow because as we get lower, there's a little less snow, but it's yeah. pretty sketch getting but out what's of there. Great, so, so there was a two-way coming back up from the south side where we originally came up onto that five-mile lookout was one thing. Coming down off of that mountain to the north side, that back and forth yeah. truck, switchback switch road was crazy. Mike thought he had a little Toyota, and he had chains in his truck for God knows. No. It wasn't supposed to snow, and I don't even know how the hell he, why he would have chains, but thank God he did. A, a, a badass Toyota, Toyota Tacoma that yeah. can go anywhere in Nevada, and then you put chains on it 
And I never once thought for one second we were weren't going right back up that road. And we he, went less than a hundred yards. I would have the first turn that he was going to go right up there. The no first problem. turn, and he almost slipped down off the road, and he uh, had to back that all the actually, way down off uh, back way. I mean, getting back to the car and stuff was sketch balls, but watching him drive up that. Oh, gave me the yeah because we were watching it. Yeah, yeah we, like, we oh stopped. my god, we didn't take off right away in the what six. What if they year. go backwards we, off the mountain? Exactly, we stayed down there going okay. And I, I really didn't think I was the one at that point. Like I don't think he's going to make it. And sure enough, first turn, boom. I'm like, not good because yep. you see that little jog in the Songs. headlights. And then anyway, so they back down there. Now we get all the way down, back down through the road, slow going. Now. The six-seater down this road where I almost took Tom's head off is not good for a six-seater, let alone a truck. Uh, and that big tree was in the middle of the road. We, yeah, we knew there was a tree down in the road. <laughs> oh, yeah. We knew poor Mikey's brand-new Toyota was going to be on a road wide enough for a UTV. Yeah. Oh. He was going to get some new pinstripes. He got his Nevada pinstripes. So we, we hooked up the tow rope. We pulled the tree out of the way. We drove through 10 crossings ten of the creek. Uh, and we finally get back around and safely out of this canyon and mountain. Everybody's in one piece. Everybody's in one piece with one truck. One truck still on the top of the mountain. We now have to decide, well, are we going to go get that truck now or in the morning? Or in late spring. Or in late spring because in <laughs> now, we didn't think it was going to snow at all. We didn't know the storm yeah. was coming. How much snow was going to come? So they <clears> decided, <throat> go back up and get it. Well, you guys went and got it. And what happened? Yeah. So we're coming. Now it's 9 o'clock at night, 9.30 at night, yes. probably. And, By the time and, we get out, 9.30 at night. We haven't eaten dinner. Haven't eaten We've just gone through a super stressful thing. <laughs> and, and And I was the one that said, hey, if we go up right now and we get the truck out, try to get the truck out. Because, yeah, one – it either snows all night long and you're not getting the truck out, or it warms up and this is a muddy mess and you're not getting the truck out. <laughs> kind of like we got to go up there tonight. Yeah, and it's funny, dude. So, and we went home. We went and trailer. Went back, yeah, we he, went and trailer the six seater. Me and Tom, and me and Bubba. And so we're waiting yeah. and yeah. waiting, going. Did the truck fall off the mountain? Did they get down? Because <laughs> okay. it, it was hours now. Oh, yeah. so now, so what happened? It takes you know it takes forever we're you know we're we're crawling that toyota a different mountain now but equally as steep and it's it's funny jillian and i jokingly you know there's a song out there called feed jake and it's basically the gist of the story is if one person in the relationship dies you know feed jake feed the dog take care of my dog for me <laughs> so jillian and i say that to all, all each other you know joking around like you catch a cold you know be, oh hey if i if i if i go you know feed jake <laughs> i've never heard that song it, it's a 25 year old song we're going up this mountain and that song comes on and i was like i'm gonna die i'm gonna oh, die in this foreshadowing yeah one way or another i'm, I'm gonna die on this mountain it's a, it's, that's the premonition right so it's a nasty road that we had to go up period it was, yeah dry it, it dry was nasty. i was just gonna say dry it is it's real nasty in the snow now keeping in mind we're picking up a 2002 diesel excursion that's lifted six <laughs> inches on 38 inch tires not a nevada friendly truck not that road no no way. and so we get the little toyota to the top of the mountain and now we got to get the, the excursion the down the mountain yeah. and honestly it was 
it was is way easier than I had imagined. You know, four low, just crawled down. But we got to one point where we slid off, and somebody had already slid off there in the years past, and they dug a huge rut off the side of this road and then filled it in with, like, rocks and stuff. And Clint stopped about four inches away from if he would have gone into that, his his truck would have lived on that mountain for the rest of its life. There would be there would have been no getting it out, even in the dry conditions or anything else. It was just it was right down into like a creek, you know, side of the mountain ravine, ravine. thing. That oh, man, it would have been gone. We had to get out and freaking you know put rocks under the tires and all that stuff. And it, didn't his back left handle get hooked on a tree and broke? Right. Oh yeah. So yeah, his his truck got yeah his the, the handle got ripped off his. I think Mikey. Got the handle ripped off of his truck. Yeah. Oh, geez. But we didn't we didn't get back to camp till almost midnight. Yes. It so took like four hours for us to go get the I truck. I was, again, the same thing that you were thinking when we were lost, thinking, do we need to go get them now? Because it had been out. We had been back to camp for a couple hours, and now are, do we have to go get you? Hadn't heard anything. Hadn't heard from you hadn't, because there's no service. We hadn't heard from you, and I don't know if I could find my way back there again through those roads and through because there was, was a, easy because we just went left at the first that was to get to them would have been easy no i'm saying but now i don't know what's going on right yeah, so but it's the unknown that's it's the unknown out, so i don't right? know what we're doing so i just said stay put stay put stay put and finally i think it's headlights uh, headlights or something and i just everything about me uh, relaxed t- i was <laughs> just gonna tell i don't know a nice way to say this but I was clenched for about six <laughs> hours, and when we finally got to the bottom of that hill, I was like, "I, I almost felt, I almost felt like sick." Like yeah. finally, that adrenaline got out, and yeah. I drank about six beers and <laughs> had a half a gallon of whiskey just to forget about it. There was so, a celebration. I, right. It was celebration was on for sure, <laughs> even though it was now twelve thirty one o'clock, and. We sat there and talked. Are we going to go get my horns and hide, or are we just going to say screw it and mm. go home? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> now we we get done. We get back up, you know, whatever, 630 the next morning, and now we all decide that we're going to go get the horns. Well, I think it was Clint who decided that he had mm. never seen uh, – that country in the daytime and especially the road because the road through that creek bottom was really really cool mm-hmm. so he said i want to go up there and mike was gonna go and you right me yeah and and when me I, I was going i think because me oh yeah everyone was going but me and alex the plan was me and alex were going to stay back at camp we were going to clean wash clean the, the meat, meat wash yep. the meat get it the ready kind of pack up the trailer right. or uh, the the trucks and everything and and pack up camp and they were going to go get my horns and hide go tom wanted to go take pictures mm-hmm. do all the fun stuff and we kind of had to finish it cuz yeah. we were going to get like we were we weren't quite done yet so I kind of feel Tom, like it was the, it was the same thing as the day before where we start and we're just happy smiles oh, taking pictures and hey blue sky it's beautiful hey and let's take all the recovery gear out of the UTV we're having such we a great day we need more room to oh, put right. all, we need to put all right. we need to put all the stuff in the in the <laughs> just out of the UTV so we could fit the horns and, and hide I, and when I say recovery gear let's take the jack yeah. the lug nut wrench all the straps all the 
tire everything plugs. that I have in there. The, 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 a full-blown recovery kit. You could get that UTV out of a anything. paper bag with this stuff. So Let's you're take saying, that out and leave it on the I ground. You're saying it's it kind of was like, in there. No. Now that I think about it, yeah. I feel like Clint, in his mind, knew he was going to pick up those dumbass rocks the whole time he was yep. doing this. So he thought, man, if I take all this stuff out of there. I can get more rocks. Here, let's keep in mind, the UTV has double racks on it. You can carry twice the amount of equipment in this UTV than most. He takes all because he wanted those stupid rocks for his garden. And I, I'd have, I wish he was here right now. I'd confront him. <laughs> you know what, though? Well, there's no way we were stopping for any rocks if we, were, if we didn't break down. You No. You guys were going to have a uh, hold hands and skip through the wildflowers day on that canyon. <laughs> it, it almost no, no, they no. got oh look at these chucker pictures. Oh here's a two by one deer that we saw. They were all they drank fifteen <laughs> beers. That literally Clay and I will stay back and do all the work, and we're going to go explore the wild Nevada desert. Yeah. Of these three, we drank fifteen beers because we were sitting there waiting. So, I disagree. Oh yeah, so this, that was the plan. <laughs> we haven't That's talked right. about it yet. So Clint, Tom, uh, yeah, Clint. I remember it. Clint, Bubba, and Tom were going to go do that. Me and you were going to clean the meat. Tom and Christy and Louie. We're going Mike. to go Mike. on a hike and kind of look at the yeah. countryside, go take... They were going to the Shell Creek go, Yeah, going to Shell Creek, kind of go look for stuff and hang out and have a nice little family day. Well, not... They left. Me and Alex started mm-hmm. cleaning up the meat, washing the meat, and uh, I don't... For the life of me, don't know why, but it was another godsend that my phone... I, my hands are wet and my phone rings... And it's Clint's cell phone. And I go, oh, God, they're f- I said it out loud. They are effed. I just had a feeling that phone ring, there, there was not supposed to be the phone ringing at that time. Right. Maybe at the top of the mountain, you might have service to call me and say, hey, we got the horns and hide. We found them. That, that was going to be two hours away. This happened 20, minutes, 25 minutes, minutes yeah. whatever it was yeah. away. And when that phone call came in, my hands were wet. Alex grabbed my phone, said it, it showed it to me. It said Clint Belding, and I said, "They are," f-. and I said it out loud. He answered it, and Clint said, "We're f- effed." Yeah. That was my his response before anything. Yeah. And what had happened was no. He. Well, I just yeah. want to say he goes, oh. "Hey." The wheels bent in. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean the wheels bent in? He goes, like, it's bent in. You know what I mean? Like, it's bent in. And I'm like, like, you can drive it? No, I don't think I can drive it. And Clay goes, send us a picture of it. <laughs> the but wheels at like a 45 degree angle. But what's crazy is where you guys broke down at had service. Yeah. Um, uh, 200 yards up or 200 yards down, there was no yeah, service. Right. We, we've, yeah. The, the road that we took out, if you guys will remember the bad road was six miles long yeah. and you guys broke at mile three, right? So yep. there's no way for the only vehicle left in camp is clay's F three fifty four door long bed with yeah. a camper shell. Not N- never, never would make it up the road that they're in to Def- go pull the, f- to go get this yes. UTV. I figure for sure Tom and I, or maybe just me or maybe just you, we're going to have to run down this mountain even to get service. <laughs> but, yeah. but then to, what? But to, so yeah, to get this thing. But the, the cool thing was, the only good thing about this was, is we thought we were really screwed at first. We started looking at it. I go to the back to get stuff to start working <laughs> on it. I'm like, 
Well, where is everything? It's like it was all right here. So the ball, the, to, for y'all out there, the ball joint broke, which isn't that, it is a very big deal, but it's fixable. It's very, very, very stuff. fixable. If you have a jack yep. and if you have some bailing wire yep. or a motorcycle strap, which all was in said UTV before <laughs> the Wonder Crew here went to have <laughs> a picnic. So we, but after looking at it and after going, I'm thinking we're going to have to start stacking rocks to maybe try to get it up because... When I saw it, it looks just like a snowmobile arm, which I have fixed a few times before in the backcountry. I'm like, oh, this is easy. And I think that's when I like went to the back. I'm like, where's all the straps? We need we need a tie down and we can get out of here. We had we had zilch. Yeah, because when it broke the it broke the ball joint, but then that when it fell out, when it cocked that wheel in we, we it pulled to, it pulled the arm out of the yeah but transmission. that wasn't, even a, big, that, that that wasn't the, even a big deal it wasn't a big deal but it looked terrible when you yeah. sent the picture i said oh yes. my god and, and when so, i when i saw that i really was like oh that doesn't look good yeah. and then we started kind of you know because we had time well <laughs> being able to get a hold of you guys oh that was key and then it, all of a sudden they're like it would have been Oh, Mikey's Another couple of guys stopped by, and so Mikey's... Well, hold on, well, no, first, 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 first. Let me go back now. Now it's my story. That Now, when you sent the picture, I said, oh, God, I thought we were going to have to get all these spare parts because I knew there was no way of getting it pulled out, and, and no truck was going to get back in there and pulled out. There's no way to get a, tra a trailer in there and trailer it out. So I knew we were going to have to get spare parts, fix it on the spot, and then drive it out again. Mm -hmm. So I started calling my mechanic in Reno. He was willing to get the parts, drive them out there. And then go fix it up there Go too. fix it up there for me. Uh, but that wasn't going to be for, going to be the, at least the next day, maybe two days to get the parts and find them and get out there and fix oh, them. Oh, we called every part shop in Ely. Ely no one had nothing had it. Um, and I also called Mike, knowing he was the only one that had a truck to get up there. His Toyota could get back up there. So I called Mike real quick, said, hey, Mike. And they had just left on their little family outing. So I had to call him back. He's calling. He came back and just so happened that a friend of a fr of Mike's family um, stopped by, knew where we were camped, and he was helping, excuse me, he was helping one of his friends elk hunt. And he stopped in midday, you know, mid-morning, and wanted to say hi, see how we were doing, say hi to Mike or whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a godsend because he pulled in with a trailer with a UTV on the back of it. Mm -hmm. So, I again, like finding that radio, I was like, there's hope. There's hope. Oh, my God. Can we pull? Can we drive up? Can we pull it out? It just I, I, don't, I don't care if it ruins the axle. I don't care. Just pull it out, get it out, and we'll fix it later kind of deal, right? But... We, At that we, point, we, 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 we hiked around. We, yeah, yeah. You called back and said, we find this, find this, find this. And we got it. We just needed a jack. And basically. they went up there and you guys, or they, you guys fixed it basically. Well, and strapped it. Uh, I'll, new. I'll tell you my perspective. I'm the, you know, camera guy again, right? So <laughs> I'm busy taking time lapses. I thought it was great. <laughs> and, the best day for Tom. And I was like, this is great. I had time to go kind of walk around found and get some, some stuff. And <laughs> yeah, dear, to, to, yeah, I found Chucker. Uh, but to Bubba's credit, I think Bubba really stepped up because uh, he MacGyvered and got that thing fixed to the point where 
we were able to limp you off that drive, mountain. I knew we could have driven that again. to the top of the mountain and gotten that rack and came off because it was it was as good as that bolt was with right. the ratchet tie down. Right. Even the bailing wire that didn't do anything. Once the ratchet strap got on there, and we cinched it down, it w- we could have driven anywhere that whole day. Right. And I yeah. felt confident. It was pretty impressive. I was very yeah. impressed. So, well, because you had wires, and then you had but that. We strap made the going decision to for get out of Mike there. To go up and right. they could go get the head. Yeah. And so we, now I have a whole other guy who I don't, two guys, Mike and his friend, going up to get my, try to find my horn, horn which hides. Mikey had the waypoint. Yeah. So I, I, I figured Mikey was going to find but, it. So now I go from the highest of highs of killing, the lowest of lows of getting lost and scared off, my, off the mountain, to the highest of highs that were out of there, to the, highs of highs of cleaning the meat and having a good day and doing all this stuff. Now getting the call of the broken down machine the next morning going, what the hell else is going to go wrong? Then you guys get out of service. And I, the next picture I get is the trailer, the UTV trailer again. And by the I time I know we never sent you a picture here. No? We're like, I, we, you, we are going to surprise. We claim. Make you sweat so you guys bit. just pulled in. But and, I do want to fill in a little bit here. Cause oh, yeah. when I was going out and taking those pictures, uh, you know, we let Mikey and those guys go by and they go do their thing. Well, when I went to go take pictures. Oh, they left before you guys got done fixing it? N- no, no, we, we had it fixed, fixed but oh, okay. uh, Mr. Clint. Well, I go up and I, you know, like, hey, there's a cool little shell rock, like slate rock area <laughs> right over the around the corner. And then so Clint and I started thinking, well, shit, let's fill up the let's go get some rocks with a broken axle let's go yeah. load it with so that was the jack and everything out let's get some rocks <laughs> it's almost like uh those horror movies you know where you see the the person running into a shack yeah let's of, load this thing down knives. with as much weight as possible for the way out <laughs> with who's, a broken who's, who's a comedian joint. that does the get out and the, and the black guy's like oh, hell no i ain't oh, gonna yeah. live up in this house hell no oh, yeah. and then the get out and the white guy's like Oh you know, my God! What is what is going on? You were the, totally you're the white guy with the oh, ghost, 100%. right? <laughs> we couldn't help ourselves to just finding danger that whole time. Whammy, whammy, no whammies. But yeah. uh, so you finally get back to camp. <sighs> oh my God! Yeah. And I was again now thinking, well, we you know, it I got it out, and I was like, okay, screw it. I don't need my horns. It's, it is what it is. I I wasn't meant to have the horn and hide. I got the meat, and that was more important to me to be able to eat, right? Tom but, and I were leaving that day. Yeah. We were supposed to. Yeah. You guys got back and Mike right? and I can't remember the guy's name for the life of me right now, but um they went up and found, you know, went right to it and took some pictures of where it was and there was another several inches of snow on top of the horn and the hides and the backpack cuz so it snowed, you know, a couple more hours by the time we left and it was covered in snow and they they found it all and Got back down the mountain, got it to us, and then I was at the highs of highs again. What else could go wrong, right? Yeah. And there was only one other thing that went, it didn't go wrong, but do you remember what the final thing was? After we camped up, we measured my bull, we had some good times, we we had, I think, one more drink and celebrated the goodbye. We did yeah. some aerial shots of us, you know, kind of finished That's up right. the whole filming process. That's right. And, and tied everything down, and we hit the road. And do you remember... Yeah, something blew off the back of the truck, I think. <laughs> I remember telling Clint that the tent 
floor, remember? The tent floor. I said, Clint, that's not going to stay there. We're going to be driving 75 miles an hour, and it's not going to hold this concoction you put up there, you know? He's, oh, yeah, for sure it will. Hmm. Well, we drove not too long. It was real windy, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, real windy. And I look out the rear, you know, as you're driving, as you should, you should always be looking at your trailer and seeing things and making sure nothing's going on. And I look to the rearview mirror one, or my side mirror, <laughs> and there it sure was going, enough. flying through the air <laughs> out into the desert and flying. <laughs> so I just got. So then we went and got that, tied it up again, good this time, yeah. and made it home. Whew. See, if all that stuff wouldn't happen, though, it wouldn't be a very memorable trip. It would have been a one-part episode on where the pavement ends. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we get three wonderful and episodes I'm, because yeah. of it. We're still eating on it. Still, uh, have you cooked on it, Tom? I gave you some the other day. Did you have it yet? I don't think I got anything no, out of that. No, I, I brought you <laughs> some. Yeah, but did I you just got something? I, I, haven't, I haven't cooked the breakfast stuff yet. Tom, Alex, I haven't given you anything because I don't want you to ruin it and burn I'm, it and I'm then feed it to cook, your dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a, I'm like a Traeger uh, aficionado. <laughs> you are the worst cook. You can't. You would burn. But it's not Boiling true. Water. You, you think that, but it's not true. I've really elevated my game. You should see it. Oh. I just cooked uh, smoked clam chowder for 200 people at the Whoa. Elks Lodge last week. Whoa. Literally, everybody said it was the best they've ever had huh. from scratch. Must, must didn't get an invite. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Uh, You're not an elk. I just killed one. I don't know you what else to say. I just say other than the ups and downs of that whole two-day span that – Turned out to be the most memorable hunt, scariest hunt, funnest hunt, hardest hunt I've ever been on. The hike and the the shot and all that stuff wasn't it wasn't hard. Like I said, we talked about last week that I was prepared with shooting and I was dialed in with all the unbelievable you know stuff that we that we have. But the highs and lows of what happened after that shot just turned into just an amazing, amazing hunt. Right, kind and, of turned your whatever your three eighty. <laughs> elk to your fourth 420 yeah and what was what was cool not only that like i think the the coolest thing about the whole ordeal was the fact that i waited for everyone to be there for the pictures i don't think yeah. the aftermath would have been as cool with with a cut up elk with everybody up behind it even though you wouldn't have got lost i wouldn't have got lost and whatever that's fine i would i'd rather that made have the trip i'd though. rather have yeah it made the trip if you don't you I know agree. but and the good thing is we learned everything we yeah. learned a lot yeah that it could go from 100% to 0% in your favor in a real hurry i think to respect yeah you and know respect, yeah. being outdoors like that is don't take that for granted so cuz it can get Dicey goes out pretty pretty quick. Flip your goes, elk upside down. Don't try to tie <laughs> strings to it and make it super awkward to carry. Don't get in the, really good shape. Don't put the weight on the guy <laughs> that don't, killed it. Don't take out all your out UTV safety equipment. And above all, if something goes wrong, obviously be prepared for something to go wrong, but don't panic. Don't panic and you'll make better decisions. That's easier uh, said than done. Yes, 100%. <laughs> We're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, it was really weird. Tom started like talking about the Donner Party and like I was going to say, "Hey Clay, <laughs> you have a really nice fat ass cheek. You're right one." Yeah. No, uh, I would maybe eat Tom's calf. 
Tom's calf, you know. No, we needed that time. You if I needed to die, he could have carried me out. My, <laughs> my, uh, my doctor just the other day said I had high cholesterol. So, Clay, I, I don't know if that transfers over to the person eating me, but oh, absolutely. you could probably get sick. That's all right. Anyway, well, it was one hell of a hunt. That's for damn sure. And now we get great, a, great memories, great videos, great photos. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm hoping that we'll do a big kind of blitz posting on yeah. where the payment doesn't end on the YouTube and Instagram page for everyone to see. Oh yeah, we're gonna show all those photos. We got good. And I kind of feel, I kind of feel uh, a little bit responsible for what Tom just did a, a couple weeks ago, which is got us under safety got us under safety and oh boy. put in for tags for the yeah, first time ever in his life 43 2 2 yeah, plus or minus two 42 or three. or 3 years old finally 46. got us under safety and put in for tags and guaranteed he'll get a elk this year over in that area and we'll have to do it all again don't call us for help <laughs> <laughs> you guys are my go to i thought you know yeah. what we shared was special so it was repeat but I think it's called The Hangover, right? Right. Part, so hangover part three. We got Chance, then me, and then you. Yeah. At least one of us. Bubba, what you got? Very glad to be a part of it. That was a hell of a trip. I have been on four or five elk hunts, and that was the only one that I was actually there for the kill. And so to be a part of that and then all these shenanigans that <laughs> happened after the fact, that was kind of like – I mean – you guys were in a different situation, but I, I kind of knew that we'd find you guys. I knew that we'd get back and drink some whiskey and then going back up the next day to get the head. I remember no, telling I I, that it's so funny because I remember on the way out that after we made it out of there, Bubba yelling in the UTV on the way out, this is the greatest trip ever, bro. You know how excited Bubba oh, gets. Yeah. Oh my God, this is so awesome. This is the best life. You can't believe this is so cool. Blah, blah, that was the best one ever. And, and it was. And like, it was, but that was before everything even happened. That was before the breakdown or, you know. Well, just like, Bubba, let us get out of here situation. alive first. Hey, we but were all in a Bubba, truck. Bubba definitely exudes <laughs> that confidence of uh, being calm. While uh, Clay well, like, and I were able, still really probably a little bit adrenaline going up. down. I mean, there wasn't anything we could really slide off and like. <laughs> I no, mean, but, it, it was it was fun. But you it never was know. A fun, fun we, trip. We still had to get down that canyon. Yeah, one the canyon more time. of doom. Sounds like I you celebrated it. too early. A little yeah. too early, I think you did. <laughs> Alex, what you got? I think we covered it all. I. And if you're wanting to go around the whole table, we'll pass it over to Tom. Okay, oh. Tom, what you got? I just, Final thoughts? Uh, boy, uh, I think everybody's got to check out the Instagram and YouTube channel uh, to make sure they kind of get a – just kind of see what, what happened. Uh, and, yeah, it's kind of embarrassing that some of that stuff did happen, but I wouldn't change that trip, to be honest. It was uh, – awesome to be down there and and to be with these guys here too so appreciate it um i got a couple things one is yes thank you to all of you clint he's not here mike's not here christian's not here louis maverick everybody that was on that hunt uh again escaping my my memory right now but the guy who drove up thank god to come say hi that morning to help us out to go um, back up there with Mike and get my horns and hide and uh, thank you to everybody there and again like I talked about last week um, this hunt will be on the provider TV along with Chance's hunt um, all filmed 
which will be on my outdoor TV app. So make sure if you're a subscriber to that. When's that happen? Uh, it, it's probably, I think it's the fifth or sixth episode. So it'll be a couple months. We'll put, we'll post it. Um, I'm not sure the exact date yet. Um, but if you don't have my outdoor TV, make sure you get a membership so you can look at that, watch that. And mm -hmm. then, my boy Skip Knowles was gracious enough to ask me to uh, write an article about this. I talked about it last week, but it will be in the North American Elk magazine, and it is being published right now. should be out on the shelves here, if not end of next week, the next week after that. So make sure you get a copy of that because I wrote an article about this whole ordeal. Um, not the scary part up until the point of just getting it and, and being a provider. I, the article would have been way too long. I only had uh, like 3,000 words that I was allowed. So um, the whole part of the getting lost and stuff was not part of that. Um, but anyway, make sure you check out the provider on my outdoor TV. And I think it's going to be called Nevada Born Bulls. That will be the name of the article in North American Elk. And uh, appreciate it, Skip Knowles, for... Thinking of me to write for your magazine, buddy. I appreciate it. And uh, across the table to the man, Alex Crosby. What you got? I said it before. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> if you all aren't signed up for SCI, do yourself a favor. Do all of us a favor. They're just a beyond being a cool resource to check things out if you're booking hunts. There are lobbyists. A very inexpensive lobbyist. If you've ever dealt with lobbyists, they're very expensive. They're like lawyers. Most of them are lawyers. Mm. These guys do it for 65 bucks a year for each hunter that you put on there. That's a very reasonable price to have your conservation rights conserved. That's That was a terrible sentence. Conservation rights conserved. I mean, it made sense, but I could have just used different wording. Yeah, I agree. You want to elk hunt? You want to get lost in the backcountry? <laughs> You want to continue to do that and have your kids do that? That's right. Sign up. <clears throat> Sign we really up. appreciate you guys all listening in. I hope you enjoyed Clay's Elk Hunt. Check out those resources Tom talked about, Instagram, Facebook, uh, MySpace. I think we're on Tinder. <laughs> does it, does the, Justin the, Timberlake still own that? That thing about the time tick something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the grandfather clock app. <laughs> we're on all of it. We're very cutting edge. And... Uh, Tune in next week for more uh, Where the Pavement Ends. See you, folks. Thank you. Down on Southern and I don't need nothing, just enough to get me by. I was raised in an early age when you shake a man's hand, look him square in the eye. I'm real cool, old school, don't lie to me, fool, ain't a thing about me fake. I'm a modern-day John Wayne with my daddy's last name, born 50 years too late.